episode nine is Cat Parnell, That Fit for Life Girl. This is a cool song. Listen to it this morning um, from Dizzy Rascal on my little walk. And uh, yeah, enjoyed those lyrics in respect of it's amazing what you can achieve when you pull your finger out and failure is not what he's thinking about because you know when you allow failure to enter your mind, that is when your body will follow. Your body and your mind are so intuitively connected as such that the moment you allow that process of thought to co- to seep in, it almost, almost floods your, um, well, your foot in front of the other, it stalls you, doesn't it? The more and more you tell yourself you can't do something, the more and more your body goes, okay, we won't then. Um, so it's almost like you think, if you think you can and you think, or you think you can't, you're right. Um, now today's episode, by the way, thank you so much for all the feedback. I've had, um, such cool feedback and it's been brilliant. I actually want to, uh, relate to one person in particular, 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 um, and just read what they, they said to me, but I've had a follower from Singapore as well message. Um, and that's that in that moment, it's just like, it's so cool through social media and through a platform, how you can connect to people literally on the other side of the world um, and have an impact on someone who is waking up at a different time to you, but you are, through the sound of your voice, being able to resonate with their process of thought. Um, I'm also going to be able to speak my words properly, apparently, today. (laughs) It's just like rolling out. Um, But it's brilliant, and it's so cool. And like I said before, any, any feedback I get, whether it's good, whether it's you know critical structurally critical um it's brilliant because ultimately i want to give you guys the best podcast i don't want to sit here and it be off or a little bit you know i could improve this i could improve that so it's brilliant to have um yeah what you believe and what you think because your opinion matters so thank you uh there is one person though that i want to uh just go through in regards to there's been a lot of positive feedback on the walking podcast and i uh was talking obviously before about how i used walking as a tool to sort of get over or to kind of numb the uh transition in well kind of like my mental health as such i almost used it to as a as a go to to sort of escape it um and a lot of people were connecting with me in, in the fact of you know they did that too um and it was their way of kind of uh, breaking away from the noise um and walking is just an amazing tool i mean i had I went on to, uh, I'm actually going to read this. Now, Daily Stoic the other day had a brilliant, um, I've got the Daily Stoic here in my room. So I'm going to, uh, I have different places, by the way, that I do podcasts. And it's the first time I'm doing it in my room. Now, I have the window closed. It's 29 degrees today because there is, uh, next door neighbour has cut their grass for like the sixth time this week. Um, and also, um, my niece and nephew are around today, which is amazing. Uh, but it means they're playing in the pool. So we're, we're lucky enough to have a pool outside and they're splashing around. So I didn't fancy having um, that in the background. But it's um, it's nice to have a different environment to sort of work in and actually see where's the nicest kind of place and the most natural place to um, to connect with you guys and to talk. So this is, I'm just kind of giving you an idea of the setting that I'm in. Um, now, the other day, uh, the Daily Stoic. Now, if you haven't bought Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday yet, I um, 100% it's one of the best books because it is literally a page every day. Some resonate, some don't. Um, 
And some really connect in regards to just actually stick with you and could completely be a game changer in uh, your decision making um, or just the moment where you're just like, actually, yeah, I needed that clarity in that moment in time. Um, now, the day story of the day was uh, June the 21st. So that was Sunday. Um, Saturday was the longest day. Um, went for a seven mile walk in the morning on the beach. It was epic. Got up really early not as early as I know some people did at 4.30 to see the sunrise because that was absolutely beautiful. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, started the day really early, uh, and that was brilliant. And then when I got on the bike as well, went down to Oldborough, um, through Fort Ness. Now the bike out there was absolutely epic. The wind was on my tail. I was completely buzzing. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh man, I'm going to have to turn around. And then the whole way back, your average just goes down by about four miles an hour because you're fighting against the wind so hard. And you look at your, <laughs> you look at your uh, speedometer as such. And it's like five miles an hour less than it was when you were going out. So it's like, it's just, yeah, demoralizing. Anyone who bikes or runs or anything like that knows in respect of whenever you're going out and the te- you've got tailwind on your back, you're flying. But you know, whatever goes one direction, you've got to come back. You almost want to give your mate a ring or something and say, hey, can you come pick me up? Um, just do a one, one, uh, one way trip. Um, and it's funny when Strava, if anyone's got Strava, the, uh, it's almost like a Facebook app as such for, uh, anyone who sort of trains exercises in regards to walking, running, cycling. Um, and you almost have to justify sometimes if you're just going out for like a, an enjoyable run or a, or a ride, just to say like hashtag just flowing with today, you know, just cause people go straight to your speed, don't they? To see how well you've done. And sometimes you just want to go out to enjoy it. And I did that to be fair to you last night, just went out and it was like, well, this is really cool um went out late into the evening and just actually let my wheels spin without thinking I've got to keep pedaling or I've got to have a speed or a certain time it was just so nice to just actually appreciate what was around me um anyway so what I was getting to before my massive digression um is take a walk was the daily stoic and I'm going to read this to you so what it was was it said we should take wandering outdoors um on walks so that the mind might be nourished and refreshed by the open air and deep breathing. So it basically said, throughout the ages, philosophers, writers, poets and thinkers have found that walking offers an additional benefit, time and space for better work. Um, it, is, it is the only ideas gained from walking that have any worth. And that's what one of the Stoics said. So today, make sure that you take a walk. In, and in the future, whenever you get stressed or overwhelmed, take a walk. When you have a tough problem to solve or a decision to make, take a walk. When you want to be creative, take a walk. When you, want to, when you need air um, or when you have a phone call to make, take a walk. When you need some exercise or when you're meeting a friend, take a walk together. Um, and that's basically what Daily Stoic says. Nourish yourself and your mind and solve your problems along the way. And that's why another, well, it's one of the key points I said about walking when we came to it the other day, but it's you are only ever one walk away from clarity. You know, my best ideas for my business and my moments in time that things just went bing. I was like, I was out on the walk in the middle of nowhere because you've got so much space and your mind can just like be free to no distraction. Um, and I'm so lucky. And I know a lot of people around this area, around Ipswich, are so lucky to on their doorstep have such mega countrysides. And on when the weather's like this, you know, it's rude not to get out and actually explore. And oftentimes when I'm on my, on my bike or I'm on my on my walks as such, I completely zone out and then things will come into my mind. I'm like, yes. 
And it's like you wouldn't get that when you've got someone next to you or a laptop or a phone in your hand and, you know, you're always thinking about going to the fridge for your food that you've just had five minutes ago, but you're bored, so you're going to go again, you know. Um, I mean, many times in lockdown, you've done that. And I'm going to go through different things I want to chat to you about today, but I just kind of want to touch base on that in regards to a lot of people for that walking podcast have got back to me and said how powerful it's been um, in regards to them and resonating to it, but also that they've found that walking has been so beneficial to them. And walking is such an underrated form of not only exercise, but just movement and powering the brain. You're learning while you're burning and you're giving that mind, you're giving your mind that space that it needs sometimes. You know, a lot of people will go to different types of drug or different types of like, you know, gambling or some kind of form of like app or game to get their minds away. And that's fine. But walking is so powerful in respect of it. Actually, it's so good for your body as well. Um, so I had this message and it was actually yesterday and it said the ownership and uh, walking podcast. When you talk about why you start walking, this is a quote, by the way, from them. This is what they messaged me. When you start talking about why you started walking, I had a similar story. Um, so here's the story time for you. They said before I was with this person, I was engaged to a boy. Um, but when I met this person, every, everything just flipped and I started to realize a lot of things about myself that was always there. I just ignored So instead of being up front and holding my hands up straight away, I started walking subconsciously just just to get away from the situation that I knew was going to affect loads of people. And the longer the denial went on, the longer the weeks, the walks got, um, which is fascinating. I'm going to touch base on that. But going back to it, the longer the denial went on, the longer the walks got. Um, and I used and I lost a lot of weight and I was a lot heavier then too. And obviously the weight dropped off as I started to walk longer and longer, probably also due to the fact that all the anxiety that was going on in my head um, and that it was affecting my eating habits. So anyway, she says, eventually I was true to myself, um, obviously upsetting people. But now um, I'm back, you know, on track as such. And I'm doing I'm honest I'm being honest in the way that I live. So the walking started as an escape but definitely laid foundations because that led to me to push myself into running and other forms of exercise. Um, And they said, so yeah, thanks for the podcast. But they basically just said that walking was something that allowed them to escape something that was negative, but actually gave them clarity on what they wanted to do going forward. And sometimes you, a lot of people seem to live a life um, because, and they settle for less because they think it's what they need to do to make other people's happy. But ultimately, you're the only person that looks in the mirror at the start of the day. And you're the only person that falls asleep and closes your eyes at night. And it's your happiness within that is the like is most important. Um, and living a lie for your life, you have to look at yourself and actually think to yourself, what do I want in this one life that I have? You know, is it about making other people happy or is it about being true to yourself? Um, and that was powerful getting that message yesterday in regards to, yeah, sometimes you are going to make, sometimes feelings are going to change and it is all about chapters. Um, you know, this lockdown chapter in itself, it's a chapter in itself because we've all picked up and learned different things that will take forward into the new norm as such. Um, and it's all about just plugging each chapter and thinking, right, what have I learned there? You know, and nothing lasts forever at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, that was cool to get that message in regards to this is what happened. Um, and as much as there was a lot of anxiety and a lot of regret and a lot, not regret as such, but a lot of kind of, you know, it, there's a lot of negative 
negativity that comes with it, it can change into a positivity, positive action as you start to live a more truthful um, life. And that's so mentally healthy as well when um, you're true to yourself. Um, so yeah, so thanks for that feedback because it really kind of, uh, sometimes I talk with stuff and I'm thinking, oh, maybe that doesn't resonate or am I alone in this? And that's why it's nice to talk it because I've said a lot of this stuff on my Instagram over the last, what, 2015, I had my first post. I think my first post was something like, um, ah, oh, there's the chat, what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. But, um, it's those little quotes that sort of come back into play all the time. You know, you have to really dig deep um and you know they're the game changers but since that time since five years ago I've posted like nearly 3,500 posts um and some of the ones that are the ones that I'm actually bringing back into play now as such and I'm speaking because everything just kind of relays onto each other you just learn more so it's almost building like you say the foundations um and it's nice to look back because the posts that actually might have been overlooked are now because I'm speaking speaking them instead of writing them they're actually being able to come across um and be drawn in to people's minds more effectively um so I don't mind sitting down here I don't sit down very often but I love sitting down to to do a podcast it's this is a really nice peaceful place for me as well it's really really nice therapeutic almost because I'm allowing my own mindset to be flooded into to your ears uh, wherever you're listening right now, whether you're on a walk, um, whether you're lying in bed, whether you're just chilling out. Um, and, you know, I'd, if if there's one thing that could positively impact you, this is what I'm here for um, in regards to sitting here and and talking to you. Um, now, there was a point, actually, um, I, I had my four year anniversary of my business on Saturday um, and it actually came in the same day that we celebrated. I've got uh, a client base um, for Power Hour and there's 70 members and we went around the world on our bike, walk and run. I'm not sure if I mentioned this in other podcast. I probably did because it's been part of my life for the last, well, since April the 1st. And in 78 days, we went around the world, 24,900 miles. Um, and it was brilliant. We went from literally the first part was New York City, of which we thought that was the one challenge. You know, we thought that was it. We're like, boom, awesome. We got to New York City, 3,500 miles in like two weeks and we boshed it and it was wicked. And so I bought these little key rings just as a digression um, of which I believe were these metal key rings to fit in your trolley, to have my logo on with hashtag NYC with KP. And they came and delivered as like these little tokens, these little miniature sort of like um, tea coasters that were like tea coasters for a Barbie. Um, and they had my, my logo on. And you think to yourself, come on, man. So um, luckily we decided to carry on our journey because obviously those now, well, if people want to drill holes in and have them as a key ring, fine. But um, yeah, it's almost like that kind of start at the bottom. And now we hear sort of jokers in respect of we would go into New York and we then managed to go to Alaska. Then we went to Beijing, Sydney, and then back home. Um, and it worked out perfectly. And with uh, we had a little celebration night on Saturday and it was really cool just to kind of reflect on the journey that we've been together and how powerful support is and accountability and being connected as a group and in this lockdown period when we're so sort of when we've been so isolated as such how being connected with a group over social media has been so powerful because like the sunset and like the the thing the constants in life at the minute that was a constant it was something however bad your work day had gone or however bad you've had an argument with someone in your household you could always connect back to this group that would resonate on your level and be sharing the same wavelength 
Um, and so anyway, on the four, four years ago, I started and kind of opened my business, um, was about to buy a house or a flat as such, decided to take the risk. Um, and there's no better feeling than make, having a positive impact um, and being the trigger that sets someone on their journey to a fitter and healthier life. And I didn't know that until I started my own business, that that was like you you mould into that that way of you never work. You know, someone's like, when was your last day off? And it's like, you never really have a day off because you live it. You breathe it. You're always thinking you're, when your mind's when your mind's active, you're always thinking of ideas. And it's it's not something you even have to think about. It's like saying, when did you last stop loving your your best friend or your partner or your parents or whatever and you don't because it's something you don't have to think about you just continually do it you do good things for these people because you don't have it's effortless isn't it like so and that resonates with uh, your job you know or your business when you know you love something is when it's effortless um and you never really have a day off because it's something that you're just so passionate about and and then you realize like people in business right now you especially i mean I can only relate to people in PT and people in gyms at the minute. And we are all kind of expecting to go back to, you know, kind of some kind of norm um, from July the 4th. And we've been kind of delayed that process. Um, and it's kind of like, I don't, you don't, you just have to go, okay, cool. Like, it's not cool, but you can't do anything about it. So you just think, well, okay, how are we going to adjust now going forward? Um and you know you love your game as such and you know that it's going to be okay because whatever obstacle comes into play, failure, like I said at the start, or like Dizzy Rascal said at the start, doesn't come into mind. It's not a process that comes into mind, you know. When you've got the heart of a warrior, you just continue to just, you know, the heart of a warrior in respect of your business and what you love, that's a continue, you know, your continued process of just building. Um, and every setback is only an opportunity to grow. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, cool to celebrate that on Saturday. Um, and I just kind of want to talk now, you know what the podcasts are like. Um, I'm actually going to have a sip of my juice just as a sec. So stand by. Um, you know, with these podcasts, I kind of have a little bit of ideas and I wanted to wait, to be honest with you, um, because I had a few that were like back to back. And I wanted to wait before I was kind of passionate to talk about something or things um, so I can really get connected with you. Because it's it's all well and good to be like, hey, so um, and uh, But it's nice to actually really kind of want to chat and, and have a flowing conversation. Definitely not conversation. Flowing uh, chat to your ears um about uh different types of topic which are on the forefront of my mind now in future i am actually going to bring uh, other people into play um and we're going to be chatting as such and uh but these first 10 podcasts so my next one will be on my own and then from then on i'm going to invite different people now these people aren't going to be the well-known people you know there might be one or two here or there but I want to have people and just actually talk about honest situations because everyone's got a heart and a mind. And there are some people out there who have got stories to tell that are powerful. And you might not know who they are or like, you know, but they've got a voice and they matter. And so I've got a few people in mind in regards to their journeys that they've been on that I think would be so powerful um, to actually talk to and, and dig deeper into where they're at and actually be cool for them to speak their truth. Because often on social media, you see a picture or you see like a little caption and it's so hard to encapsulate a feeling in a block section of words. Um 
and it's an Instagram is you know you, you put a picture of yourself eating a pizza and it gets a hundred likes and then you put something that's quite powerful in regards to how you feel and it gets 20 odd you know it's I know that's all very perspective in regards to who's following you but I'm just saying in regards to it's about pictures as well isn't it people like a certain picture rather than actually a meaningful post sometimes um, and that's why I'm starting podcasts is because most sometimes when you post a meaningful post you don't connect with those people that you might have wanted to um, so anyway um, what I'm going to start to talk about um, first before I go into maybe a bit, I'm going to talk to you I say maybe this is what's going to happen um, is I'm going to talk to you about, about a little bit of routine I'm going to talk to you about some learnings that I've learned from being in lockdown um, and I'm also going to then go and talk into, yeah, just a bit of a breakdown into, uh, the setbacks really. Um, and so what I'm going to say first is I've had a lot of comments, I had a lot of comments in the past as I was looking back through, um, you know, just looking back through photos and stuff. I got a lot of comments in the past and it's funny when you read things, when you're in a different mindset, because, I used to, um, with races, I used to wear my an airborne top. Um, I used to go to airborne quite a lot um, and with CrossFit all well as well. And I used to wear other people's businesses, tops, and their logo as I was running rather than my own. And people used to say, why aren't you running on your own logo? Like, why, are you, why are you wearing an airborne top? Or why are you wearing CrossFit all well? And I think, just to take this as a sidestep, people, like, when it comes to your business... It isn't a competition. It's not like, oh, I wonder if I can do better than them or you're unique in your own little way. Everyone has their own almost like brand. And and if people want to come to you, brilliant, because they want to be served by you. They enjoy your the person you are. Um, And then if someone wants to go to someone else, fine. Like, you know, they enjoy that the way they do things. And so it's not about grabbing onto different people or, oh, I've got this person or I've got that person. What I believe in, especially for my clients too, is it's good to touch base with different things, see what you enjoy most. Um, you know, I like to go to different things and, and participate in as many things as I can because I want to be ready for the unknown. Um, and that means being ready for to be coached by a different individual. That means being, you know, being able to lift, being able to run, being able to socialise, connect with different people. Um, and that's what's cool as well, because connecting with different people, um, it's good for the mind too. You make new friends, you know, you, you allow yourself to learn. And as a coach, that's so important too. You know, I might dip into some sessions, you'd be like, oh, that was wicked. Oh, that was cool. I might use that in one of my sessions or, oh, that was a cool warm up. And we'd give them the feedback and it's all, you know, we're all here ultimately as PTs, just to talk about PTs as such, um, or fitness in the fitness industry to make people better. You know, we're here to make people fitter, stronger, healthier, leaner, faster. Um, And it's we're all and you know, we're all together as such. You know, it's not a competition. Um, And I think the moment you get almost focusing on if someone else's grass is greener, yours starts to die because you're not focusing on it. You know, you want to be flourishing your own grass. You want to have those horse blinkers on and you want to be encouraging those people around you because ultimately we're better together. The fitness industry is better together. It's great to compliment someone else. It's great to go and, and jump into someone else's vibe. It's, you know, and build each other up. And that's not only in the fitness industry, but everywhere. You know, complimenting people because you can, because you've got a voice. Um, and that's why, going back to running in people's t-shirts, I love training with Airborne. I love going down 
after my session at, say, if I finished a PT at, say, quarter to seven, I'd jump straight on my bike at the studio. I knew it was seven miles and I could get there in 25 minutes. One time I got there in 22 and it was like, whoa. <laughs> and you kind of get there and you it's that moment where you're like, whoa, I feel like I'm going to faint right now, but I'm just going to roll in like, I'm, like, I'm cool. Um... And yeah, yeah, so, but you, everyone has those moments in time where you just go ham. You think, oh, it's just gonna, I'm just gonna warm up, and then that warm up turns into like a complete smash up. Um, and I love, I love that, and I think love finishing the session and then rolling back up the hill. I say rolling back up the hill, <laughs> pulling my ass up Tottenham Road Hill, but at the top seeing the sunset, and it was perfect because it was like plug myself into two hours of time you just plug yourself in you don't have to think about anything and it was nice just to be coached because I don't want to stand in my studio for another hour you know I've been there all day long coaching PTing doing what I love but it was cool to escape and go see different people um and just plug yourself in and not have to worry about anything else um and I love that so that's why I then wore their shirt because ultimately I've been training with them and I want to support them and they've got a cool community of people and it's good to have and resonate with people that came to me as well for sports massage and PT you know it's people that are wanting to optimize their performance on different levels and that's fine and the same with CrossFit Orwell um you know I joined them back in what two years ago this November um and you know you resonate with different people you, you know you you build yourself and so you want to go and then because you know that actually also when you wear that brand you've got support and I know that wearing my own brand, I've got support by my own clients, but it's different when you wear someone else's brand because you, they're on your level, if you understand that, in regards to they're your team as such, in regards to, um, you know, they're playing the same game. Um, with your own brand, it's brilliant to wear your own brand. I'm not saying that I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm almost debunking my brand here, not at all. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's nice to support other people. And I did it with my brother, Generate Leads Online. I ran the, I, there was a weekend last year, did the uh, Crafted Classic 100 miler and then the Felixstowe uh, 10 miler the next day, Coastal 10 miler. And I wore my brother's vest for both the ride and the run because he started, he started his business. And so I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to wear your um, wear your vest and go 100 miles with it. And you never know who's going to see that vest or whatever. But I just, and that's where I think it's that intrinsic intrinsically motivated i'm motivated by having an impact on other people and i want to spread the love for other people and that's what i i'm here for you know i that's what i i get buzzed about um so um yeah so that's what i kind of want to portray in regards to when people ask me why are you wearing other people's brands tops why aren't you promoting your own I can do, I can promote my own every day on Instagram. When it comes to an event or Instagram or social media or people come that come from my door, you know, the the word word of voice or the, what's it when they trade traveling through voice or such, whatever, word of mouth, that's the one, there you go. Um, you know, I can do that. When it comes to an event and you've got supporters around, you want to pick up other people. You know, it's all about celebrating other people who are in the same vibe or not um you know Boyce Boyce Voyage my friend James Boyce he has just set up his own business called Boyce Voyage um and I'm gonna plug this in here because it's the same fact straight away I shared it because I knew that when you start a business it's tough to kind of spread the vibe and 
ultimately it's not about me it's just about thinking about oh how can I what can I do here that's going to have a positive impact on him and his business or you know because kudos having your own game you know it's a risk people take and I had a message the other day that um I put a four-year anniversary video up and someone messaged to say oh do you know what I've just ditched my, my job to to go solo and I'm shitting it but this post really kind of given me that bit of an oomph and it's those moments that you're like yes come on like people who have passions inside them don't let them grow and then mold like mold inside you like break free build that little side hustle until the side hustle becomes your own game jack wilkinson guy he um my brother's done his website um ah oh, consultancy i'm going to google him because i want to make sure i uh, say this correctly but he has uh he was a massage client or is a massage client place for lower stuff now left back decent guy um let me have a little gander. He has a business in property um, and is in Ipswich. And he started, he was working with the council. Um, and he'd always tell me when he came for massage, he was like, you know what? I am um, building my own business and I'm just having it as a sort of a side hustle until I can then progress. Um, I think it's just Wilkinson's property development, to be honest with you. Um, but his name's Jack Wilkinson anyway, and he's a good guy. And uh, that is just an inspiring story in regards to now he doesn't have the, the council job at all. He's doing his own vibe, his own game, um, and he's managing to grow that. So that is where that comes from. Um, slight guide digression, but just wanted to say I was quite passionate about it. Um, and uh, yeah, so that is that. Um, when it comes to the lockdown... Uh, I've got some things to say. Basically, so with the lockdown, there's lots of good things happened um, that can come from it. Obviously, there's been negatives, um, but you have to focus on what is almost like that setback thing that I said before and the, the opportunity to grow. However big or small the setback is, it's just another opportunity. It's a, you have to take it with both hands and go, do you know what? This isn't something that, you know, control the controllables, always control the controllables. Um, you have to improvise. And the training that I've done up until this point, it's almost set yourself, set those foundations to be able to say, right, you know, on my Instagram, it's always be be ready for the unknown. This is almost like the unknown. And it's about being ready and being able to be on your toes and have that confident mindset to go, right, this is what we have now in this playing field. What are the tools that I can use to then have the biggest impact that I can? It's doing what you can with what you have where you are, always. Um, and, you know, it's not about sitting and sort of... I mean, yeah, we all had that moment of like, oh, this is shit. But it's about then thinking, right, what have we got here? What can we do? Um, bringing people together on my, on, my, on my platform and going around the world was amazing. I mean, it is amazing still. We'll now continue that journey and go around the UK, so Great Britain. Um, just to have that check in every day, people still kind of wanting to, to stay accountable and it's just so powerful. Um, so it's cool to have that, that base of people and connect with different people. Um, check-ins, you know, they're so important. Just t- telling your mate, Hey, how are you doing today? Um, and I just wanted to also touch base on different things in regards to what's come up. Now, a lot of people will sometimes say, Oh, do you know what? I want a bit of weight on, um, or I feel a bit, I've got a bit of fat, or someone will say, oh, you've got a spot on your face, and you're like, that's okay. The thing, what I don't like about social media, I hate it, is when people feel the need to airbrush their faces, or take away, or like, filter things too much as such. Yeah, it's okay to have a different coloured filter, or black and white something now and again, but when you've completely changed almost like the, 
you know, you put the stars on your face or whatever, fine for a bit of a joke, but when we have that as the profile picture, it's like almost like you put a raw front, you put a um, masked front on yourself and you almost like, why? Just be open, it's you. You want someone to to show who they are, you know, automatically, especially if it's someone that you're following that you're, you want to gauge some information from, as in, you know, they're trying to sell something or such, or they're trying to encourage you, you're going to believe them more if they've got their, they're honest with who they are. If they've got a little spot on their face and they own that spot, it's about owning it. It's about going, you know what? I'm human and I've got a spot on my face and that's fine. Um, you know, I'm human and I've got a little bit of a, whatever, you know, just making your imperfections perfect at the end of the day. Um, and I just, you know, when you're picking up on these, you know, when you, when it's more social media, everyone who's honest and who is just who they are, are just so much more uh, attractive and appealing and you want to listen to them more. Uh, I've got a client, her name's Natalie Johnson, you know, she's just joined Power Hour a couple of weeks ago, bless her. And she, I say bless her because she was, she was like, oh, I don't know if I'd come to this celebration night. I was like, dude, you're just as much of a member as anyone else is because you've joined the group and everyone's got your back. And she, but she's so raw, her Instagram. That's what I loved from when I first started to follow her is that she's just like, hey, do you know what, guys? Had a bad day today, ordered McDonald's, feel better for it, not guilty, you know, fine. And she's just like, you know, didn't do anything today, stayed in my PJs, um, had a glass of wine, went to bed, had some mini munch, whatever. I'm just, she might not have done that, but I'm just saying I'm reflecting on that's how she would go. And it was just so honest and raw. It wasn't about projecting all the best bits and trying to live this unrealistic lifestyle. It was like, you know what, this is my day and I'm all right about it. And so if you want to follow me, you can. And that was powerful. So that's, um, just my take. I kind of think also when it comes to fat as such in this moment of time, people are often are very much like, oh, I'll put loads of weight on during lockdown. And it's like, you have to box lockdown into, you have to almost, in my opinion, box it into a moment in time and think about, right, what have I learned? At the end of the day, you can lose weight. It's about what you've gained from this period of time mentally um, and actually not putting too much pressure on yourself. Like you have to, I mean, fee win. Hey, fee win, come back into play. We're going 33 minutes without you coming into play, mate. You've come in. Um, <laughs> not that you're not allowed to come into play, but um, she uh, put a post out the other day uh, about toxic productivity. And it was powerful because it was like, I think a lot of people tend to want to fill every moment in time with something productive and you know you have to do this you have to do that and if you don't then you're like you're a bad person it's like whoa actually everyone's in a different space at the minute some people are living their best life some people are deep in a hole and struggling and they need the support and you know some people are able to train and are buzzing off it and some people aren't and they haven't got time to and so they've gone to food and and that's, you know, everyone, it's like a bubble. You have to see it so much as a moment in time. In my training, whenever I go out for cycle rides, some cycle rides I'm able to, I mean, I'm just relating to me now personally, but sometimes I'm able to go and smash it up. Sometimes I'm just like, Do you know what, I'm, I, my body's just saying, just move now. And I used to think, no, I've got to make every, it's like toxic productivity, to, pro, uh, toxic productivity, toxic training. I used to not train smart and I used to just have to feel the need to smash up every session. Whereas now I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to go on my bike. I'm going to let the pedals, just let gravity take my feet. And I'm just going to roll with it, literally. Um, 
and I need to stop feeling like I need to justify that on Strava that I'm just rolling with it. But people you also don't know that have done two power hours that day. I've, you know, hit another session because ultimately I love dipping into the, the likes of Greenwood Fitness. Um, like I mentioned before, Hannah and Jody, um, dipping into other different people's sessions because I'm ultimately doing two different sessions every day. Um, you know, I'm doing 11 sessions a week. And so with my power hour group and what that means is most sessions, you know, I can't, I can't ultimately, I can't smash up every session because you just physically can't, you know, I wouldn't be able to be shouting out scores or encouraging people or coaching if I was going ham. Because all I'd be happy able to think about is actually breathing. Because you know what it feels like when you're crawling around like a bug trying to catch your air <laughs> after a session. So it's 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 being able to keep the, the flow going and keep people buzzing. But having that fine balance between doing that and not going too hard. Because ultimately I wouldn't have been able to get to this point now, however many days through lockdown, doing two power sessions, if I'd have gone ham at the start. Because I'd be either injured, touch wood, I'm not going to get injured now, but I'd be either injured or I'd be, uh, yeah, just overload. So it is that point of not feeling the need to go, right, I've done two power sessions today, this is why my speed is three, three miles an hour less. Um, you know, so you just get gaining clarity with you know how you've performed, you know how you're feeling. Nobody else needs to know that. It's fine. So I know that in this moment in time, for me, I can't go and optimally. That's why I haven't really run much because I know that that's going to fatigue my legs, give me more DOMS. Um, and as much as the marathon's coming, at this moment in time, my business is more important. My And you have to block off and put almost on this hierarchy of what's most important. And that's why I say to people that when they come into my business as such, they're like, oh, I haven't been able to make it for two weeks. Do you know what? On your hierarchy of importance and on your scale of what's, you know, your priorities, Pyro Hour hasn't been on the top at the minute because you've had kids going back to school, you've had building a house, you've had so many other things happening that I'm here for whenever you feel like whenever that is prioritised and can balance out with what's happening now because so many people are changing routine um, and that's why I've stayed a constant throughout is because people will come back into play and that's why I've had the journey because ultimately if they can't come to a Zoom, they can screenshot a Strava and still feel connected by posting that onto the group because then they'll get 10 people that will like it, give them support and they'll be like, oh, wicked, that's cool. Um, and they'll go out and do it again because they feel motivated. They feel motivated that not only are they doing it for themselves, they've motivated someone else to go out for a run. Um, and that's where that intrinsic sort of motivation comes from. So when people say about, oh, I've got put on weight, and that's absolutely fine. Do you know what? I've put on a bit of weight too. Most people that I know through lockdown would have they're not you're not able to have your your normal routine you know you're at home more you are going to want to eat more you know because you're not you're not you haven't gotten you know normally would be walking from a to b all the time we've been had to stay at home off for a lot of time so with that and obviously with food being something that's going to create endorphins a lot of people tend to then well what if gain weight and you know what? Stop beating yourself up. That's absolutely fine. That isn't me saying now going to the fridge and have a Mars bar or whatever. That's not me promoting go and eat more. It's just saying allow it. Do you know what? It's a moment in time. And you can go, do you know, people aren't going to look back on lockdown and go, oh my God, I put 4.7 pounds on or however many pounds on. You know, it's okay. That was a shit time. You get over it. You get back to norm and you plug it away and box it in regards to 
you know, those negative things that have happened or whatever. Um, it's not the end of the world. Um, so, and I do that myself as well. We all go and we look down and think, oh, shit, man. <laughs> that feels a bit tighter there or that, whatever. And you just got to, you know, um, you know, we all have everyone, I think, we all in ourselves people that will look at you and they'll say no shut up you haven't put on weight whatever you've been doing this and you've been doing that you've been smashing it up you've been more active than you normally have and it's like everyone has their own understanding of their own body don't they um and talking personally on that because I am going to say go on to a bit of a divert in my own mind is that I have an optimal weight that I know my body works like works like optimally for if you know what I mean is in regards to I am able to reproduce, I feel fittest, I feel fittest with my mind, so I feel like I connect with people more. Um and I've found that weight now. I know what that is for me. That's been a long time of trial and error. That's been years of 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 training, of of breaking down, you know, getting to that extreme state of leanness and then building up and knowing what point it takes for actually your body to go right, bang. Um, and for after seven years for your body to then go, okay, cool. Right. Now you're back in the game. Now we're at weight where we're able to work and hormonally and all the other mechanisms in your body to play ball. Um, and for me, because I've been lean, I had been so lean for so such a long period of time, you feel a bit, a bit heavier, you know, and you kind of want to go back to a bit of a lean state, but you know that with that lean state comes one, lack of reproduction as such like you lose your periods lose your menstrual cycle but two you get dangerously close to those habitual things those habitual sort of um habits as such or routines that got you into that dark place in the first place and there's a fine line there is definitely a fine line once you dig deeper into those sort of um you know those uh sets you have to I think anyone who has ever had an eating disorder or who anyone who has ever struggled with a certain mental state, if you get too near that line, it's easy to then deep dive. And before you know it, you're then got these habits again and you're like, no, this is not where I want to go and that you have to weigh it up. So to be honest with you, I'd much rather be a couple of percent heavier, but be at an optimal state and live a happy life than be a couple of percent lighter, not be at an optimal state and be miserable and not be able to be social. And, you know, like that is, yeah. So that's what I'm, I've got to that point now where you, you have to weigh it up and literally think, you know what? Performance is way bigger than physique. Performance of the mind. So being able to give the best to your clients, but also wake up with a smile. Not waking up thinking, oh shit, <laughs> how long am I going to train today? You know, and that's the thing. Walking for me used to be something I felt I needed to do to escape. Now I do it because I friggin' love it. I love it now. I love going on bike rides now. It's not something I do because I feel like I need to do it. You know, and that's where the rest days come into play or listening to your body comes into play. That's where staying at home and playing with your niece and nephew instead of going out and smashing up another however many miles because it's something that you feel, you know is something you enjoy now it becomes there's a different reasoning behind it um and yeah so i just want to touch base on that in regards to treat it as a moment of time i'd much rather be at a healthy fit state where i can recover and hit sessions with my clients you know be ready for the unknown be at a fit state so you can go and smash up sessions with your clients if lockdown happens 
you know, someone said, you know what, what are you training for? I'm training for life. And life right now has hit me with this curveball and I've gone, hey, hands up. Yeah, I've done all this endurance stuff in the past, but that's enabled me to run my business on my own, clocking with my clients 7.30, 6pm every day uh, and on the weekends and maintain 70 odd people and keep the ball rolling. And to be honest, if anything comes to me and says, you know, it's not all about PB sometimes or your own performance. It's about if you've got a business, being able to suck up whatever curveball or whatever brick gets thrown at you, high five in the face with a chair. <laughs> but you, um, it's being able to go improvise, adapt and overcome. Fit for life. That is exactly what it means. It's fit for life isn't just about being 10 minutes away from a shop before it closes, needing milk and being able to peg it from one end of town to the other. Uh, that happened once, and that was a moment where I got in the shop one minute before closing. Just rolled in like, yep. <laughs> Sweat pouring down my <laughs> face because I'd pegged it. But in that moment in time, thinking, yes, this is what I train for, because I'm able to get to, to get milk <laughs> so I can have my porridge. Oh, anyway, if you know, you know. But it is moments um, just like that, but moments like this where you can stand on two feet and go, right, cool um have your own back you know that's what it's about um so yeah um just wanted to sort of touch base on that i also have also kind of uh, there's been some dumb people on social media and some pts and that's listen it's absolutely fine they've promoted this and if, if that's what they want to do brilliant and i think it's great for people that are mentally stable or who are experts in their training um but i think at this moment in time to to give to restrict people too much is almost bad for like it's not it's not optimal for their mental health so seeing as this is my opinion and that's why I'm progressing you know giving it on my podcast as such because that's what it's about but I think that when you say oh right now this is 10 things that you have to restrict now you know hey life's just thrown you a massive curveball with which has said you're not allowed to do a b c d e f g all the way to flipping y but you're allowed to do z um, and now they're giving you wine, whatever. The most important letter is L, but we're still not there for us PTs, but we're getting there. Just stay strong. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm saying that it ultimately so much is taken away from you. Why then take more away? You know, my, why then say, hey, you're not allowed to have alcohol. You're not allowed to have this type of food that you love. You're not allowed to go and have that comfort. You're not allowed to do 10 things that you actually really enjoy. I just feel like it's a time where you not to embrace those things but taking them away almost is is like mentally just starving yourself more uh, in a time where you know it's it's nice to actually have you know obviously be mindful of it and have it in moderation but for me it's about do, doing more you know what can you do now that's going to flood the negativity rather than taking more away um and restrict yourself further you know, doing the miles on your bike, getting active, you know, doing more with your fitness and your health and your food, you know, incorporating more um, healthier options, but not saying that you can't have the unhealthy option, just trying to flood that, you know, it's about replacing sometimes, isn't it? Those, those negative things with positive things. And that comes with, with bad food that comes with, um, you know, anything really, um, the mindset. Um, it's about substituting bad for good rather than you know putting out and restricting it as such um flooding it out um making positivity louder in everything that you do 
So that's just my opinion on that. I mean, it's great and it's good to have something to keep your mind to and keep you accountable for. Um, but I just believe that you can do that in ways that is actually going to serve people more by doing more good. And that's the same when it comes to, um, you know, uh, New Year's resolutions. I've never really believed in them because it's just almost like setting yourself up for failure. Like as if you're a failure. Most people will flip and give up after a week anyway. Um, because it's ultimately, I mean, hey, listen, if you get get banished to give up something in New Year and you've changed your game and whatever, massive kudos to you. I'm not, I'm not debunking that at all. I'm just saying that I think as it's not for me about giving up, it's about doing something better, which ultimately then will drown out the noise of whatever bad thing you were doing because you become so engaged with whatever positive action that is um next up on my little thing so i uh yeah i think routine through lockdown for me has been massive the days that i haven't really had a routine as such have been the days where i've sort of like one minute it's been one time the next minute i've had it's like whoa okay that day's flown by um so my routine i'd get up and i'd have the same sort of 30 minute window to get ready for my power hour in the morning at half past seven um you know i'd make sure that my head was in the game have my you know my my tablets that I have, um, you know, thyroxine, multivitamin, whatever, um, jug, jug of water, get the hydration on board, massive key, uh, play a massive uh, moves. I've always play my favorite tune, whatever it is today. Obviously it was the heart of the warrior play that really loud in my AirPods. obviously not out loud because that's just inconsiderate, but, um, play that really loud and just dance around for a bit, get the endorphins pumping. Um, and then I'd get ready for the game and, what I would then do straight after power hour, ultimately before I just sit there and then before you know it, like, you know, half an hour's gone, you're like, oh, I've just been sitting on my ass because I'm just kind of trying to reprogram my brain back into the game. But I'd then just get up, go for a walk. I'd literally jump in the shower, two second shower, put on some new clothes and uh, go for a walk. And on that walk then I'd touch base. I'd sort my social media out. I'd write my next plan, you know, and I'd uh, just check in with people. You know, today it was about delivering the teas. They've got some t-shirts made for the trip. And so it was about delivering them off, you know, collecting people's sizes, etc. Then when I get back, um, I'd have a nice hearty breakfast. So I'd break the fast around about sort of 11 o'clock. So I'd gone, say, 14 hours then without food. So most days was almost like an intermittent fasting. I'd eat from like 11 till about 9. Um, and so, you know, it was, if that's sort of my process after my breakfast I'd then accumulate the miles from my little journey as such session plan go out on my bike you know have my lunch etc learn in the afternoon with a book or two podcast jump into my power hour in the evening and then again after the power hour do the same format go for a walk um, go for a bike ride something low intensity which is you know and then I'd meet up with a friend which was it's been Haley because ultimately you have to for me that's been reconnecting reflecting seeing what we can do going forward that's going to allow me to you know do what I can what I have some people in businesses right now have those outdoor spaces to utilize and it's brilliant um for me unfortunately I don't but it's about thinking right okay we're not going back now until later on in July what can I use outside because ultimately the zoom sessions are working so well that you have to think logistically about members that you have and there's a lot more to think about than than people realize and so you have to think about what is best for you in this moment in time what can you use 
um, and to keep everyone happy. And because one thing was working so well, now I'm going to start to introduce other things. It's not about taking away, about introducing other things. Um, but that's just then that that sort of mindset as such. So walk in the evening, sunset, perfect. Sunset, you just get lost in. It's that consistent. Um, and then I get back, have a bit of food um, and sort of, you know, allow my body to just relax, do a bit of stretching, a bit of meditation. Um, perfect. Maybe have like you watch a little pod, um, you know, a uh, bit of Netflix. I haven't watched Netflix before, like properly. I never really dipped into Netflix. I go to the cinema now and again, but I never really used to watch TV at all. And it's been nice just to plug into like a box set. Um, so that's been really cool. Um, so what I'm going to do, actually, to be fair to you, I've got a list here of um, things that I've learned or kind of 13 from the 13 weeks of lockdown, 13 sort of lessons that I've learned. But I'm going to save them for the next podcast and actually have them as a chunk of the 13 lessons instead of trying to plug them into the last eight minutes here, because I want to keep this to an hour um, of like a power hour podcast. Um, but I uh, I didn't mean that to sound cringe for your sake. Um, but I, yeah, I'll plug them into the next podcast, but I will finish on a, uh, Instagram post of which I posted, um, a couple of years ago. Um, I'm just gonna read it to you. So basically, uh, we've all been there within a state of analysis paralysis, allowing fear to leak into our veins. Now, um, analysis paralysis is basically overanalyzing something and almost like staying like, almost in like quicksand you can't move um over analyzing something which then in turn actually makes you stall in in your play um you know we've all been there with a state in a state of analysis paralysis allowing fear to leak into our veins standing immobile as fear eludes us avoiding the opportunity to face everything and rise and instead we forget everything and run um and that's the fear um our minds are so powerful they are the ignition to our presence on this crazy planet and fear is really just that, a state of mind. Courage, however, is what breaks the mould and what far often needs to be inhaled. Courage doesn't mean we don't get afraid, it just means we don't let the fear that's forever knocking stop us. We feel it, whatever it is that's holding us back and we do it anyway. The more we trust the process, the more our actions become a conditioned response that occurs without thought until we become someone that doesn't allow draining negative emotion to flood our intuition, flattening our batteries and seizing our ability to control our gearbox. If it's manageable, then manage it. If it's not, then start with something that is. In training, as I suspect with many things in life, some aims can seem incredibly daunting, daunting based on their scale, based on the scale alone. There are so many steps between where you are now and where you wish to be that just the idea of starting to climb can feel intimidating to the point of eliciting exhaustion. You exist in the here and now. This is the moment in time you can exert change over so so identify the minimum manageable change you can affect and do it break it down and just move reduce the gravity associated with the length of the journey by focusing on putting your keys in the ignition starting the engine putting your foot on the clutch moving into first taking the handbrake off so on and so forth these are simple quantifiable objectives that are more than manageable 
but incredibly important to the goal at large. These process goals give you very clear, achievable tasks to complete, one step at a time, reducing feelings of being overwhelmed that can be associated with outcome goals and breaking down your success to a large degree to a very simple set of do it or don't chores and choices. Choices, not chores. So identify the first manageable task you can complete right now and go. I got goosebumps reading that and I freaking wrote it. (laughs) For real. But it's so true. You have to break it down. In our minds now, anyone listening right now, there is you. we're all just friggin' wigging it. Wigging it. Wigging. Winging it, cat. Has an N in it. You... (laughs) Come on. Uh, We are just... We're winging it. Nobody's been put in this situation before in our lifetimes. Nobody has. So you have to do what you can with what you have where you are. Trust the process and just keep doing one small task at a time until you keep building a process of which is then going to keep flowing forward one step in front of the other for real go play heart of a warrior by dizzy rascal now play it loud in your airpods and get your ball rolling identify the first manageable task you can complete right now and go heroes for listening always a pleasure um legends that is literally i'm gonna yeah that's the takeaway today next podcast will be my final on my own um and that is going to be breaking down my lessons over the last 13 weeks of less that let let's down lockdown um yeah have a good one enjoy the rest of your wednesday if you listen to this on wednesday enjoy the rest of your day if it is another day ending in why um and have a good one much love to you all legends ciao